So I don't know about you, but I'm hearing about a lot of uncertainty in the world. It's 2023. Uh, either we are in a recession in the U.S. or we will be one soon. Uh, people are tightening up their spending. You see the headlines, a lot of just uncertainty from the public, the government. And so businesses are trying to figure out how do we succeed and thrive in this context, every year is different. There's some principles that are always true in business, which we'll touch on in a minute. But specifically in 2023, how can you and how can I as content creators, online business owners thrive this year in the middle of uncertainty? So here are three things that I am certain of will help you thrive, grow your business, even in uncertain times. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 189 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more to the things and people you care about. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. I am pumped to be here with you. It is another episode in this wonderful new year. A lot of good things coming down the pike. I can't wait to share with you. I'm excited about today's episode because this will be very practical for you as a content creator in the midst of this crazy kind of time we are in. A lot of people are uncertain and unsure of what to do and how to succeed. So we'll unpack three things that I think will be pretty actionable for you uh, this year. If you are looking to make this the year that you actually launch your business for the first time, or you want to expand from a service-based business, maybe you're a freelancer, maybe you're doing coaching one-on-one in some way, shape, or form, and you want to scale it and have a more passive business, even if you don't go all the way that way, you just want to have more passive income as part of your business. Either way, you need to watch my passive income workshop. It'll teach you how to make your first $1,000 a month of passive income, even if you only have 30 minutes a day to work on it. And it's the exact same business model I've used to scale up $2 million a year businesses. It's a free workshop and it's nothing but the good. So you need to watch this. It's a video on-demand workshop. It's about 45 minutes and it'll give you the four components you need. It'll give you some scripts and templates you can swipe. Um, you can. It'll show you all the tools that I'm using and suggest whether free or cheap. It's everything I want my students to know, and it's 100% free. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. If you're watching on YouTube, you can click the link below this video. Check out that on-demand video workshop and build your passive income business or passive income arm of your business in 2023. This is the year to do it. It's a lot simpler than you think. Okay, let's dive into uh, what we need to be doing this year Before I give you the three things you should do this year, I want to give you three core principles that I run my business on that I think are true every year. This will be a bit of a refresher if you know my stuff, um, or it'll be very, very brand new and helpful for you if you're new to this material. But these are three principles that I 100% believe in, have built both of my businesses on for the last 13 years, starting in the Great Recession, 2008-2009. So I've lived through one of those already. Um, when everyone said the world was ending and these principles applied back then and they apply right now. So I'm going to give you those three and then we'll dive into the three things you should do this year in 2023. You ready for it? Principle number one that I think is evergreen will always be true is that generosity is magnetic and it leads to growth. 
the reason why I pump out free content every single week here is because I believe that being generous with my knowledge, being generous with my experience and teaching all of this for free, the reason why I give this passive income workshop that I just mentioned uh, to you absolutely free when this could be a paid training, the reason I give it out for free is I believe that generosity is magnetic and it will draw people to me. And it does in the form of fresh leads every single day, people that are interested in what I'm sharing and might be interested in becoming a customer. I believe you reap what you sow. So if you put out incredible, amazing content in the world for free, you will reap incredible students and customers. And so I know you believe that too. Uh, it's the foundation of anything and everything I've ever done. I wrote about this in my book, How to Get Paid for What You Know. Chapter two is called The Value Circle. It's all about why the more you give, the more you earn. Um, so if you want to grow, be generous in everything that you do. That's always true. Principle number two that's always true that I have built my businesses on is that authenticity builds trust faster than anything. If you've ever been in a business class or if you've learned anything about business, You've probably heard about the know, like, and trust factor. Before somebody spends money with you, they have to know you exist, right? <laughs> Pretty obvious. They have to like you, um, which maybe is not so obvious, but people only spend money with people they like or brands they like. And they have to trust you, which is the most important one of the three. So they can get to know you. They can start to like you. But trust goes beyond just liking and says, I really have confidence and faith in this person or this brand so much so that I'm willing to give them my hard-earned money. And when somebody gives you their money, that's like giving you their life because they spent hours of their life to acquire that money and now they're transferring that to you. So that's, they're giving you almost the most valuable thing they could give you. Um, their life, their time, it's just in the form of money. So that's a big step and they're not going to do that unless they trust you. And so as a business, your job is, is always, how can I build and maintain trust? And what's the fastest way to build trust? I would argue being authentic is the fastest and best way to build trust. Um, and that sounds, authenticity has become a buzzword. So unfortunately it sounds like we tune it out because we've heard it, but very few people do it. I mean, most of what you see online is not authentic. It is at worst inauthentic. It's the opposite of authentic. At best, it's only half authentic. Like it has a form of authenticity. There might be some things that are authentic to that person or the content creator, but it's still a veneer. It is a covering to for an end in to which is to make money. Now, my end is to make money as well. I, I'm a for-profit business. I'm not lying about that or hiding that. But I just have discovered that the best way to make more money and to build that trust is to show up in my content, both free and paid, uh, 100% myself. So I will speak my mind. I will say exactly what I believe. I will share what I believe works. I don't care what you think about me. I don't care if you like me. I don't care. Uh, I really don't care. And that's why I'm very honest about a lot of things. My worldview, my faith, um, my opinion. I'll make fun of Facebook ads, things that you know. even some of my friends disagree with me on because that's authentically who I am. And when I do that, you don't always have to agree with me. But and it's funny, I'll have people who don't agree with everything I say, but who trust me enough to become a customer and student of mine because they respect the fact that I... I'm authentic to who I really, really am. And it's not just a shtick. So for you, 
the great news is your mind tells you I should be a certain way to show up a certain way to earn trust. Great news is you can forget all of that. All you have to do is show up as yourself. It might repel people that don't like you and don't don't want to learn from someone like you. That could be a, a consequence of not being you know, fake. When you're honest and real, some people are going to walk away. But the great news is it's easier to be honest and real than it is to be fake, and you will attract the right people if you're honest and authentic, and that's going to allow you to build trust with the right people faster, and then you can sell product. So generosity is magnetic and leads to growth. Authenticity builds faster, uh, trust faster than anything. And third and final core principle that I believe in and run my businesses on is simplicity trumps optimization. I like efficiency and optimization as much as the next guy. Uh, but you know what I like more than that is simplicity. I think simplicity is wealth. I try to have a simple life. I try to manage my finances simply. I try to manage my investments simply. I try to manage my business simply. So when you're thinking about what you're doing in your business, always lean to the side of simplicity. If there's if there's anything I can say, it's that the simpler your business model is, the simpler your calendar is, the simpler your workflows are, the more likely you are to stick with it and sticking with it, persevering, staying in the game long enough and being able to deliver consistently is the way you become successful. Don't put too much stock in optimizing every little thing of your business, your sales copy, your funnel, like all these things that we like to nerd out on. While optimization is a good thing, and don't mishear me, I'm not saying you shouldn't optimize anything. What's more valuable than the most optimized funnel, let's say, is an optimized enough funnel that's simple. What's better than just the most perfectly optimized sales page is a sales page that's optimized enough and it's simple. You can lose so much of your life, your time, your effort, your energy on optimizing to get to perfection, which doesn't exist, by the way, and you get past a point where it's really, truly diminishing returns. It might be more and more optimized, but you're, you're getting a 0.0001 higher conversion rate, but it's taking you so much time and complexity I would rather have a much simpler to run business that's not quite as optimized, but it's optimized enough. So generosity, authenticity, simplicity are three things I really believe in. I think you should too. Those are always relevant no matter what is happening in the economy or the world around us. But for today, keep those in mind. If those are new to you, then man, those could change your world. And if they're a refresher for you, then please come back to them and ask yourself, am I being generous, authentic, and simple in the way I run things. Those are wonderful things, not bad things. Simple is beautiful. It's not bad. So ask yourself those questions, but let's dive into the three simple things you should be doing this year, 2023, in light of the economy, in light of the uncertainty in the world for you to thrive as a content creator and a business owner, because I know that's what you want to do. Uh, Number one, ready? Dive deep with your audience. And by this, I mean, it's, you know, your audience already, if you've been a business, but This is the year to rediscover who they are. Almost wipe the slate clean and pretend like you know nothing about them. Rediscover their deepest desires right now and their biggest challenges right now Um, for two reasons. One, they might have changed. In light of what's happening in the world, their desires and challenges might have evolved and changed. And so you need to touch base with them and, and make sure that the things you're speaking to in your sales copy, your positioning, your content are still relevant to them where they're at today. Cause it might've changed desires and challenges are seasonal. And two, if you've been in business for any length of time, it's very easy to be re- become removed from the reality of a real person. And then the people you're speaking to creating content for serving coaching become an avatar 
of people you've researched and talked with and helped before, and then they become a list of bullet points. They become a number, not because you're cold-hearted, but because you're serving so many people that you're working off of old data, old assumptions, and it's it's easy to forget that they are a dynamic human being that's emotional and has a lot going on. And so it's very helpful in any climate, but especially in this uncertain economic climate right now, to really deep dive again with your audience and figure out, am I speaking to their pains and their desires right now? So you can do this through, the best way to do this is if you have any customers, previous customers or existing customers, or even some star students um, that are always commenting on your stuff that whether it's free or pay that, that seem to be like all in on what you're doing, blow their minds by reaching out to them and, and asking if they'd be willing to jump on a, a free Zoom call with you for 30 minutes that you just want to find out how you can serve them better. 100% free call. And literally you're just trying to ask them questions about what they're struggling with, what their biggest hopes and dreams are for this year. And in the certain categories of your, your niche or topic, um, it'll blow their minds because they'll love the fact that you, you, the person they're watching on YouTube or listening to your podcast, want to get on a live call with them. It'll be a, a complete joy for them. And then what it'll give you is a chance to ask really pointed questions in real time and take notes of what they're saying. Um, it's so, so helpful. So deep dive with at least three of your customers or superstar students on Zoom calls. Um, that will be mind-blowing. You can also survey your list and you can survey stuff, your people on social. And that's that's one le level. But if you could have three powerful conversations, even if they're just 30 minutes with three of your star students or super fans, that could completely change the game for you. And you'll have so much more intel on what people want this year. Your people, not not what the, the news is saying, not what Graham is saying, what your people are saying, because every niche is different and every uh, business is different. So you need to find out what your people want. So dive deeper with your audience. Number two, and this is a great one for any year, but in a year when um, the, the wheat is going to be sifted, the, the chaff is gonna be sifted from the wheat, right? The weeds are gonna be plucked up. I mean, this is gonna be a cleansing year. A lot of businesses are gonna go out of business. A lot of fake gurus and people online are gonna disappear. I think this, this is a great shakeup. This is really, really good for all of us. And generally every six to seven years, this happens. We have recessions every six to seven years, give or take. Um, this is a good thing. In this year, a lot of people are gonna disappear. Um, and so the way that you can stay in business and stay relevant is to do what most people won't do. Most people are going to do the bare minimum. They're, they're going to operate out of fear. They're going to be scared. And they're going to be all about how can I make as much money as possible before the ride ends, right? They're imagining themselves on this ride and they're, they're trying to just get it while it's good. That's short-term fear-based scarcity thinking. We are going to have, have long-term um, abundance thinking, and what that's going to do is then this number two thing I want you to do this year is over deliver. Over deliver in your free content, over deliver in your paid content. This is what people don't do any, any year or any month of the year. They just don't over deliver. We tend to just deliver the bare minimum. But over delivering is one of those simple secret weapons you can have as, as a content creator and a business owner, which is give more than people expect especially if they're, if they're paying for something, you should give them what they expect. And I think you should always give more value than, than you take in payment so that when they're getting the thing they paid for, they're like, wow, this is a killer deal. But over-deliver takes it a step further, which is surprise them with something they weren't 
expecting. So for example, this could be, you know, if you have a course that sells well, you could film a bonus module or pull a, a module from another course or some other training you've done that covers a really juicy topic. And it could be a 30 minute video, it could be a 20 minute video, whatever. And upload it into the, the member's dashboard. So when they log in, you can say, hey, thanks for buying this course or thanks for joining my membership. I wanted to give you a gift that I didn't even tell you about in the sales copy. You didn't know this was coming. It is my exclusive training on XYZ. It's just my way of saying thank you for trusting me. So you're just a simple 20-minute training on a topic that's juicy and relevant to them that they weren't expecting. It will just blow their minds. Um, you can do this with some of your top customers who have spent a lot of money with you is you can jump on a free Zoom call with them and offer them a free coaching session um, just to say thank you. Um, with your free content, over-delivering with free content looks like one of two ways. Number one, please have a good lead magnet, right? This is the extra piece of content you give for free to the people that are watching or get engaging with your content. They have to opt into your email list to get it, um, but it's like it's almost like a companion piece. It's like, if you enjoyed this podcast or you enjoyed this video or you enjoyed this blog post, you're going to love this cheat sheet or this checklist or this uh, video workshop that I put together on this topic. That's an over-deliver. It's like content within the content, right? So always have a lead magnet. And then number two, just make your content deeper than the next person's. Everyone is operating in this kind of space where you're selling courses or memberships or coaching most people are operating, again, scarcity-based mindset, fear-based mindset, which is don't give too much in the free stuff because I want to be able to keep everything else behind a paywall. So their content by nature is going to suck compared to yours because it's going to be light and it's going to be, it's going to be fluffy. And it's going to talk about things but never give you the thing. And so what you want to do is the opposite. You want to give the thing in your content. You want to make sure that your content is – it's not just long. Length isn't the goal. Um it's, it's that it's so jam-packed with actionable, valuable advice, steps, strategies, frameworks that they could take that one piece of free content, that one episode, that one blog post, whatever it is, go apply, some, apply what they've learned in that and get results from that. Most free content isn't results-based. It's, it's just a way of getting out there and hoping that they can pitch you the product. And, and it does help you to pitch your products. That's why I do it. But take it a step further, over-deliver. Make your content actually so valuable that it, it is a product in a way. It is a free product. I mean, that's how I even view my YouTube channel and my podcast is, it is a, it's the free product. It's the thing I commit to that's really, really good that will create life change, but I, I do it for free. Uh, and then I have other products that I charge for. So over-deliver in both your free and paid content because no one else is doing it. They're not doing it most years anyway, but especially in a year like 2023 when there's so much uncertainty, people are tightening up and they're, they're focusing on like, how can I sell more, maximize my sales at the expense of their free stuff? Or if they're selling, they're just doing the bare minimum because they're just thinking about transactions and they have their own fears of running out of money or their own economic worries that they're turning their list or their business into an ATM machine, which is is always a big mistake. It should print money for you. A healthy business should print money for you, but it is not an ATM machine where you just go to whenever you need money. It is a relationship with people. It is a... Um, it's a dance. It's you're, you are a leader of people who are following, who are learning. And so it's this, it's, 
it's ongoing communication and relationship building. One of the byproducts is if it's a healthy business, it will print money for you, but that is not its main purpose. And if you think of it as your main purpose, you will treat people like a machine and you'll treat the business like a machine. And then while it will make money in the short term, it will eventually die out. So we don't want to do that over deliver, right? So we're deep diving with our audience to rediscover their, their desires and their challenges. Um, so we're not tone deaf and we can speak to them contextually in today's uh, moment. We're over delivering in both free and paid content. And finally, number three, I'm a huge fan of this any year, but especially this year, say what others aren't willing to say. Everyone is going to play it safe this year. They're going to go back to their tried and true. Um, this is what everybody wants. I'm just going to give it to them because I need to make some sales. And while I, I'm going to do similar things, like I'm always going to come back to the content that I know my people want and that works, what I don't want you to do is play it safe and be vanilla. I want you to be bold this year. If you if you play it safe in terms of what you're willing to talk about, what you're willing to say, what opinions you're really willing to share, especially if they go against the grain of what is common, if you play it too safe, here's what's going to happen. You will be safe. And by that, I mean you won't make any money. You, you, will, you will be safe from criticism. You'll be safe from critique. You'll be safe from haters and trolls. And, and you'll be safe from any growth or any uncomfortable change. Um, but what that means is you will fade into the background and nobody will bother you and it'll be fine and you'll be comfortable, but you will be broke or you will be disappointed in your financial results. There is this false desire or dream that I can make the money I want to make in my online business while being plain and vanilla and safe. And you can't be safe because you are a leader. If you are a content creator, you are a thought leader. You are, and you should view yourself as such. You're going into the marketplace of ideas on a podcast platform, on a YouTube, on social media, on your blog posts, on your website, in your email. And you are teaching and sharing and, and you're showing up as a leader of thoughts. Here I, I am as a, a fitness instructor and here, here's the thought leadership I have. Here's what I believe to be true about X, Y, and Z. Here's what I've seen to work. Here's what I I stand on a hill for. Here's what I disagree with. Um, that's, that is how you win at this game. People are looking for leadership in every area of their life, but especially thought leadership in an area that they're trying to learn how to do something. So previously in my first business in the music recording space, people were desperate for thought leadership on what do I really need to make a professional sounding album for my band? What equipment? How do I make it sound good? How do I do it on a budget? How do I do it in, in my, my spare bedroom when I don't have a professional studio? I hear everyone saying I have to spend all this money and go to a professional studio. Is there any other way? And I was willing to be one of the few people to stand up and say, you can do this with $100. You can do this with $500 instead of five, 10, $20,000. And it can sound just as professional if you did it in your living room as if a professional studio. And I, I caught so much flack for that, but I was willing to say what others weren't. And it's what I truly believed. And it drew people to me because they looked to me as a leader. And so they were willing to learn and they were excited when I would speak up and I would almost defend what they believed in their heart to be true, but they needed someone with some credentials or credibility or just a, a, a voice, a platform to say what they believe to be true or were unafraid or were afraid to say themselves. 
This is always true. As To be a killer content creator, you have to be bold. You have to be polarizing, not for the sake of being polarizing, but for the sake of having a opinion, an opinion and a belief of what you stand for, what you stand against. That is especially going to be true in 2023. Everyone else is going to be playing it safe. They're going to be doing whatever it takes to just make the sale, not you. You're not trying to play it safe for 2023. We're thinking about 2033. We're thinking about the next 10 years. How do you how do you 2x? How do you 5x? How do you 10x your business in terms of revenue and income and reach and impact? Well, you do it by thinking long term. You don't think in terms of this year, you think in terms of decades and to last for the next 10, 20 years, you have to say bold things and develop a following as a thought leader. So I want you to be bold. So as you look at your content that you're starting to be creating and the things you want to say online, you know, have a bullet point of things you really believe, concepts, but then spice them up. Like, what about this is polarizing? Like, can you press into the most sensitive area of it? Can you say it in a way that's very clearly coming against another school of thought? You don't want to attack people, but you can certainly attack ideas if you think those ideas won't serve your students the best. So, for example, in the music recording space, one of the deeply held beliefs is that the more money you spend on equipment or a professional environment, the better your recordings will sound. And consequently, what's implicitly said, um, not explicitly said, but what's implicitly said is that the less money you spend, if you have really cheap microphones or cheap equipment and you record at home, it's going to sound less professional. That's sort of this long-held belief. And so I came along... And I would not just say you can do it on a budget. I would, I would literally call out and say, I think you're wasting your money if you spend $1,000 on a microphone. I think you'll make a better recording if you only spend $100 on your microphone. And people will be like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of, Graham. And I would say it to literally ruffle feathers, but to challenge people to realize that it's not the money you spend on the equipment, it's the skill set you develop. And so you need to spend less time buying stuff and reviewing and reading reviews of products and more time developing your skill set. And that if you're really good at what you do, you can make it sound incredible on a $100 microphone. And if you have a $1,000 microphone but don't know how to record, it's going to sound super crappy. And I would call out these beliefs and challenge them. And it really ruffled feathers and made people angry with me. But what it did more than that is it drew a huge and loyal following to me, which allowed me to have lots more influence serve a lot more people, make a lot more money. And guess what? All those people got incredible results as well. I do the same thing here in the online business space. I'll stand against things like paid advertising. I'll stand against things like working around the clock, the hustle culture, social media. I took a year off of social media, my business 5X'd. I'll talk about that a lot. People don't know what to do with that because it feels uncomfortable or exciting or challenges their deeply held beliefs, but that's good. You will stand out if you become the person who's willing to, in love and out of a place of truly wanting to see them succeed, challenge their deeply held beliefs that you feel, and it's again, your, your opinion, aren't, aren't going to serve them well. They don't have to agree with you, and there's certainly lots of ways to skin a cat, but your whole goal is to have your own way, your own method, and your own deeply held beliefs stand up for them, challenge the ones you disagree with, because you believe if your people follow your advice, it will be the best for them at the end of the day. So say what others aren't willing to say. If you haven't been doing that, this is your year. You, mu- you must. If you don't, if you, if you are plain and vanilla, I promise you this time next year, it's not going to be good for you. 
I really want you to thrive, but you have to be courageous. You have to be bold. You have to know what kind of game we're playing. We're not playing a game of, of popularity or playing a game of a thriving business that gets students results. And the way to do that is to discover what you truly believe and say it. There it is. Dive deep with your audience this year. Rediscover their wants and their needs and their challenges. Over-deliver maybe ways you haven't and say what others aren't willing to say. If you can do those three things, you can't control the economy. You can't control what's going to happen in a month, six months, 12 months from now. But if you control these things, your brand has a much better chance of staying around and you have a much higher chance of, of actually getting people results and actually getting them to like you and trust you and want to do business with you. And it all starts with better understanding them. It's really not about you and your business, right? That's why I started with diving deep with your audience. The, the, the business and brands that know their people the best will win because everything's always changing. My business has changed almost every year and the things that they talk about change almost every year. That's the only certain thing I can be certain of is change and needing to pivot and evolve. So if you're willing to do that, just by touching base with people and figuring out what they want and then meeting them where they are and serving them powerfully, you will stay in business forever, no matter what happens in the economy, no matter what happens uh, with global powers, no matter what happens in your niche, you'll be prepared. I'm excited for you. Uh, What I'd love to hear from you about is, as we're at the beginning of the year still, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below. If you're listening on the podcast, email me, graham at grahamcochran.com. I'd love to know when is the last time you dove deep with one of your customers or your super fans? And when are you going to do it next? Leave that comment below. That's, I think it's the most important action you can take is thinking about the last time you really dove deep with one of them or two of them or three of them, and then made it a plan to go ahead and reach out to those super fans and start having those conversations right now. So you can better serve them in your free and paid stuff. So leave that comment below and like I said, if you need some actionable stuff to build your passive income business this year, then check out my on-demand video workshop on how to build your first $1,000 a month in just 30 minutes a day. It's all at grahamcochran.com slash workshop or click the link below this video. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your week. I'll see you in another video and another episode of this show real soon. 